G'day guys and welcome to another episode of Fraser Coast Sports Talk. It's Matthew McInerney here and today we're talking about the AFL Wide Bay Preliminary Final. It's go time in the all or nothing game. Bay Power, Harvey Bay Bombers playing at Brothers AFL Complex in Bundaberg. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a belter. It'll be an absolute cracking game between two teams desperate to continue their seasons. In the lead up to the big game, I've caught up with a number of players, both coaches, number of people around the club, just to find out how they're feeling ahead of this all-or-nothing game. It'll be one of the biggest games between the two in history. They've met three times in finals. They share spoils, one apiece. And the winner of today's game will progress to the grand final against Gimpy Cats at the home of the Harvey Bay Bombers, Norm McLean Oval. That game will be on September 1. You can read a lot of their stories at frasercoastchronicle.com.au forward slash sport. Today, we're going to focus on the two coaches. Michael Gay from Bay Power, he's in his fifth year at the club, while Darren Hunter, he returns to the club again as head coach. He last coached in 2016 when the Bombers reached the prelim final, only to be knocked out by Bay Power. He's had about 15 years involvement on and off with the Bombers. Now, I caught up with Mick earlier this week, and we started by touching on the three previous games between the clubs. Bay Power 1, Harvey Bay Bombers 2. This week, Bay Power, Harvey Bay Bombers, full time this year. I think they've won two of the three games so far. Would that be right? Yeah, I think. Yep, yep, believe so. I think we we got the Manzac Day. Uh, I think they've they've followed up with the two wins after that. So one at our ground and and one at theirs, fairly convincingly too. So uh, yeah, we've got a work to do. Does any of, do those results? Does that come into any preparation or any part of the preparation this week? Oh, not not from a probably not not from a coaching perspective, and and I and I probably say not from a player's point of view either. It's it's an entirely new season now. We've you know we just need to keep winning games, so uh, we're looking at it as as purely let's get out there and, and let's win a game of footy. From what you saw last week, are there is it are there encouraging signs? Is it erring on the side of caution? Obviously, started well and then just played football for the rest of it. Played easy football. Yeah, look, we started, we we played how we were played for the first probably eight or nine games uh, last week. So we just need to take that momentum into the into the, the game uh, this week coming. And we probably, the, the last few quarters were more containment, I suppose, more so than, than trying to, you know, really go hard at it. So our, our focus, obviously we... We got that first quarter away really good, and, and it was basically just, uh, just yeah, making sure that the other guys didn't catch up to our score, I suppose. Good, and Wheeler, Wheeler was fine after after Saturday night. His ankle. Do you have any other injury concerns or any uh, any possible outs? There may be one or two, but we'll find out obviously as the week progresses. Um, obviously, there's a few sore bodies. As a, I think everyone would have a few sore bodies this time of year, but. Um, they're going through a fairly uh, fairly rigid rehab program at the moment, so we've got a couple of guys on board, a physio and a, and a, and a trainer, putting those guys through and, and just taking them through the week. So, you know, we should get the best out of them come Saturday. I later caught up with Darren Hunter. I wanted to go with a, a slightly different tactic. I wanted to know who from the Bombers are the guys to watch or who are the guys who have done the work. Not so much the... The guys we hear about most of the time, but some of those unheralded stars, the, the guys who, who get stuck in and do the hard work. Well, Hunter, he didn't disappoint. Have a listen. 
Who, who, who do you look to, or who, who are some of the unheralded guys in your side? Or I guess the the underrated or the, the guys who don't always get the reporters say they're Yeah, the for sure. You know, um, Phil yeah. Isle's one that comes to mind. Phil, Phil Fab straight up, mate. Oh, fabulous Phil. He's just um, smashed it this year, and he was just. Uh, well, he's just always been the class clown. He's always been the champion bloke that you can have a beer with, and he's just about twos and just have a bit of fun. And all of a sudden, ask him when they were doing nine aside in December, I think when I got the job, mate. I needed a backup ruckman for my new Rosie was coming back. And, you know, and during the season, he's taken the number one spot off Rowan, and then Rowan's slotted really well into our back line as well because brothers have a lot of tools. But yeah, he's he's had a cracking year, and he's thirty eight. <laughs> you know. He's a uh, late bloomer. And then you've got um, our, our centerman who played last year under Tony, was Luke Bish. Like, mate, he is just amazing what he does. He reminds you a lot of uh, the fellow that used to play with me, Grant Staunton. He just loves to be at every contest and first at every contest. He, just, he won't beat him for the ball. He just, yeah, just has a, an unbelievable work ethic. Um, you've got the two young under-16s, young Riley and Jacob. Mate, they've stepped up. They're only 15. They're playing senior footy and kicking goals and, and just very clever. So that, that if they stick around and don't go to the uni, that was our club instead. Um, Scoo, he's been a massive inclusion. Old, uh, Mark Davies at full forward, centre forward. He's only kicked his 50 goals. Yeah, and then you've got the, the so-called Julio's, mate, the superstars. Like Mills, he's kicked his 50. Jack O'Connell's been absolutely outstanding. Yeah, um, James Hickey's. Had a bit of a hole, but he will dig himself out of it this weekend, I reckon. He's been good for us all year. He's kicked 70-odd. And then our backline players, like getting Cam Baker back. Luke O'Toole, probably the best player in the league, I think. Um, and then you've got Bryce Lewis's, who's had a massive injury the first game and come back really strong. And then you've got blokes like Chris Wicks. Like, who comes from rugby league? I can understand Aussie rules going to rugby league, because you have the quickness... You have everything going for you, so all of a sudden you can go, oh, well, I'll play fullback or like a Billy Slater or something like that, because he, he could play AFL. Yeah. But to have a rugby league player come to Aussie Rules and have that awareness, because you're not having a bloke running up at you, yeah. you'll get 360, you're going to get from everywhere, and and his, his foot skills are sublime, they're very good. How do you go into this weekend? Are the boys ready? Yeah, for sure. We, um, boys are fit, strong, mentally ready. They know what they can do, and, and uh, you know, if they get over Bay Power on the weekend, uh, God help Gimpy, because I reckon they're, uh, yeah, they're, ready, they're, they're ready for that. But, like, you know, Bay Power, a talented side, you know, a good young side. They run the footy really well, but yeah, they're stopping us, and we're stopping them, so it's going to be a cracking game, man. For this and a whole lot more coverage of the AFL Wide Bay competition, including a number of player profiles of key players heading into this weekend's game. Head over to frasercoastchronicle.com.au forward slash sport or to search AFL Wide Bay on the Fraser Coast Chronicle website. Remember you can find Fraser Coast Sports Talk on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. Give it a listen, rate, leave a review or head over to Facebook and search Fraser Coast Sports Talk. Give us a like, let us know what you want to hear.